Hey, let's get to the moon and beat communism. It worked. We beat communism. We did. Doesn't exist anymore. No. Hey, hello. Hello. Yeah. Hello, everybody, and welcome. And welcome. Welcome. Welcome to another episode of the Last One's Moon Podcast. I am Dry Archuleta, joined today by E. Hello. And Robbie. A. And it's spooky time. Oh, boy. When you're listening to this, not when we're recording it. Yeah, that was pretty spooky today. Uh, yeah, w- uh, was it? it yeah. Okay. I feel like if you ask people like Sam, it's always spooky time. It's spooky time 24-7. Oh, yeah. 24-7, 365. Well, 364, because I don't think she has spooky Christmas. I don't know. <laughs> I maybe just going to say she just doesn't have Christmas. <laughs> they, she doesn't have Christmas. She's evil. <laughs> uh-huh. Do witches have Christmas? Yeah, I, that was like their holiday. <laughs> we stole it. Well, not we, but people. Yeah. We specifically. Yeah, us three. <laughs> Dry, you weren't supposed to reveal our time machine project. <laughs> My bad, my bad. That was I was saving that for season three. Wait, this is season three. Season four. seven. <laughs> you know, oh, no, you got like how are you, you doing? You can't do four. You got to do like a late season when we're already jumping the shark, anyways. That's true. You're right. <laughs> <laughs> um, today we are doing a double feature. We're gonna try and do a couple of these during the uh, spookies. Yeah, we're gonna try to watch every Halloween movie in existence. Ooh, even if you are talking about just the Halloween <laughs> series, we still wouldn't have time for it. <laughs> yeah. Unfortunately, we are. Going through classics, things that are big tent poles that are just blank spots and ease, maybe Robbie's. I mean, there's some classic horror that I have some blank spots in. Uh, yeah. Like sure. you guys me found too. out that like for the longest time, it, it took me forever to watch the original Chainsaw Massacre. Yeah, which is a great movie. Yeah. Fantastic movie. Um, but this week specifically, we're doing a double feature on the original Halloween by John Carpenter and the original Friday the 13th. John Carpenter. No. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, directed by Sean S. Cunningham and produced by him as well. Uh, and then, like, John Comforter's Halloween is John Comforter. John Comforter. John Comforter. <laughs> of Comforter fame. Yeah. So we're going to be going to the internet to read the back of the boxes because the special editions that I have don't have correct back of the boxes. They don't have any backs. of Or spines. They just fall out. Actually, that's a lie. They have many spines. So we'll have to go to the internet for that. Unfortunately, Disney Plus is the only one who actually has summaries of these movies, so it's going to be just one-sentence summaries again. <laughs> I would love if Disney owned the Halloween movies for some reason. That just sounds hilarious That would be me. so weird. Yeah. That would be great. To be fair, they, it wouldn't be the first time they took a horrifying tale and then made it a kid's movie. Yeah, like Halloween Town. So, Halloween is 91 minutes, okay. hour and a half. Not bad, not bad. And Friday the 13th has a runtime of one hour and 35 minutes. So 95 minutes on that one. Okay. They're whole... slashers, so those are kind of on the longer end of what a slasher movie is, actually. Most yeah. of them are like 75 minutes long, honestly, because there's not a lot you can do with a slasher, if we're being honest. Yeah, to be... there have been some slashers I've watched that, like, you can tell, like, 20 minutes into the movie, they're, like, padding for time as much as they can. I would say once you get to the third and fourth of these <laughs> film franchises, even, they start to do that. So. Yeah, yeah that makes sense. Space. <laughs> um... Actually, Halloween never went to space. Oh. Friday the 13th did. Yeah. Uh, Freddy never did, but... But Hellraiser did. Hellraiser did pretty quickly. <laughs> Leprechaun did. Yeah. The Leprechaun is... Critters was... were always kind of space, but they yeah. also had one specifically in space. Right. <laughs> Critters in Which, space in space. Kind of, yeah. Weirdly enough, the first time I ever watched Critters was the one in space. Really? Yeah. <laughs> uh. First one I watched was with Leonardo DiCaprio. I did not know that. Critters yeah. 4. 
Critters 2. Critters 2. Dort 3. Ooh. Critters 2 and a half. Critters 1.5, yeah. where it just follows the Critters. And there, it's Mystery Science 3000 with the Critters. <laughs> Uh, the 1978 Halloween is rated R for violence, sex, and profanity. That seems to be the same reasoning for Friday the 13th. Okay, so both of those there. But before we get into all of that stuff and some more details about those, I want to ask Robbie. Yeah, how's it going? Not too bad. Um, I've actually been doing easy stuff at work. They had me running the laser there, which basically I put a part into the machine. It puts a laser etching on it, and then I put it, or uh, take it out, put another. Pardon. I've been doing that for like the past four days. It's been nice. Yeah, that seems great. Yeah. It, goes, um, pew, pew. <laughs> it actually does kind of make like a sound to it, but it's like a laser that's strong enough to like engrave itself into titanium. So it's also the biggest diode I've ever seen on a laser, too, because like the diode is like, I want to say like three inches in diameter. But other than is that, that, a lot. I mean, I mean, imagine seeing a yeah. crystal this big shooting yeah, lasers. Like, basically, the crystal's this big. On there. Yeah, that's pretty cool, actually. Yeah. <laughs> um, that's really what they use for laser eye surgery. Little known fact. No. <laughs> Is it? Robbie's no. had it, so he's seen. He's looked at the eye of the. You would lose eye. all your eyes and possibly your life. <laughs> Once again, this burns titanium. <laughs> uh, no, I didn't even get uh, that because they said my eyes were so bad that I couldn't get that. Or uh, couldn't get um, LASIK surgery. I had to get busy in ICL. Oh. Which is a bit more brutal because they like legitimately stuck a contact in my eye. Oh, yeah, that's not like they fun. cut a hole in the side of my eye and stuck a contact inside there. Weird enough, you can actually see YouTube videos of it. It's kind of cool. Of yes. yours specifically? Not mine specifically. Yeah. Oh. Robbie never <laughs> got any back pay for that though. <laughs> How yeah. would you know it's not yours? That is fair. Uh, <laughs> How would you know? Apparently, whenever I got that done, uh, everybody in the waiting room saw it. Like they just had a TV out in the waiting room. Ooh, I would hate that. And they were vid- <laughs> and like they taped it for the uh, people in the waiting room to see it because the guy who because they want to scare everybody away. Maybe <laughs> <laughs> they're like, we don't get paid enough for to do these. Like, yeah, he paid a lot of money for us to slice his eyeballs open. <laughs> uh, no, I was gonna say the guy who went and took me there is like, oh yeah, they had that on the TV in the waiting room. I was like, what? It's like, yeah, they just had that on the TV in the waiting room. Everybody watched you get your eye surgery. Like, oh, okay. I would have been like, why? (laughs) And also, did you ask me? Well, to be fair, I did sign a lot of documents. It's probably not for the people in the waiting room, really, because they can't see. So, yeah. I mean, I was pretty much blind (laughs) that entire surgery, so. (laughs) So stupid. (laughs) But yeah, yeah, um,. Other than that, like I think probably the biggest part, our biggest thing to know is uh, I've talked about like you know getting a raise at work and they owed me some back pay and I finally got that, so that was really nice to get. That yeah. was pretty much an entire paycheck on top of another paycheck. Very nice. Yeah. Uh, other than that, I think the only other thing of note is um, a couple days ago I went to go take out the trash and there's just GPU boxes back there and like I looked at one of them and I shook it and there's something inside of it, so I opened it up. It was a raccoon. <laughs> that would have been even funnier. <laughs> no, I think someone got scammed uh, in the apartment place that I live at because, like, it was a box for, like, a G- uh, GTX 980, but there was a Radeon 5840 in there. So they basically, in the box of what was basically the top dog in 2014, was a graphics card that was pretty good in, like, 2004. <laughs> I mean, oh, may- maybe they just, like took their old one out and threw it in that I mean that's also away. possible I don't know but... why you would throw well I mean I don't know what I would do with an extra graphic card but right 
Like, I mean, they're currently sitting in my trunk, so there's that. <laughs> of course they are. Of course. Why wouldn't you got to build a new PC, top of the line for 2002. Gonna play so much Half Life. Gonna play oh, Quake yeah. on it. <laughs> Just... To be fair, there are some games I can't play on my computer because it's too new. Anyway, yeah. uh, E, how's Hello. it going for you? Good. Um, I I did physical stuff this week. I built a cat tower. Oh, cool. Yeah. How, how big is it? Uh, goes one e tall up to my chest, probably. Oh, almost an e. Yeah. So it's two foot tall. But I'm shy. Hey. Boo. I think the biggest question is, what does Meg think of it? He likes it. Oh, good. good. He uses it, he'll sit on it, he scratches it, all all the stuff I need him to do. Good. He actually, yeah. oh, yeah, he's not doing the cat thing of like, eh, fuck this thing. I mean, I don't know. It's just a thing of like, would you, I mean, I know the answer to this because of how <laughs> some of the stuff has gone. Like, do you always uh, like super use everything you get? Uh, no. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I was asking that and I was like, I know like three examples already yeah. off the top of my head. But like. <laughs> Yeah, like, I don't know. I don't know why it's so weird that cats sometimes don't. Because, like, not everyone enjoys everything they do. Cats are creatures capable of thought. True. Yeah. Yeah. You can train them to do cool stuff. Yeah. Megabyte knows how to go in a circle. He fetches. He does. He likes playing fetch. It's weird. Yeah, I like Meg. He's cute. Anyway. But, um. That's cool. Yeah. <laughs> and then. Just a lot of working on my game. Spend five days to make a function that is one minute of player time at best. (laughs) (laughs) That sounds like game dev stuff. It is. And I really like it. So I'm not like regretting that I do it, but I'm like, man, this is going to take me forever. (laughs) Yeah. That seems to be the way. Yeah. But you know, if, if the players find it fun, that's all that matters. Yeah, it's true. True. Cool. Cool. Um, I found this cool new YouTube channel called D and E Draws. Uh, <laughs> That's not even the name of it. Oh no! What's D and E Doodles? Oh no! D&E you ruined it, Doodles. You're a fake fan. <laughs> you and Dion started a YouTube. Yeah. Of uh, you guys just like draw with a prompt. You brought it up last week, I think. Yeah. Put out a couple of videos now. Watch those. They're fun. Can fun. hear my mic quality. Yeah, your mic quality is an <laughs> Xbox mic. <laughs> it's just like I never like noticed until I heard it right next to D's. Yeah, <laughs> and I'm like, oh, mine's just significantly worse. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but you uh, know, it's fine. Yeah, but it's, yeah, that's fun, guys. Yeah. Uh, your the last video I saw anyway was you guys like doing the mock-ups and like getting your icon. Logo. Yeah, thumbnails. Oh. Is that what it's called now? Uh, logo. Called? Logo. There you go. Thumbnails are the little pictures. Yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, yeah, your logo. Yeah, so that's cool. That was fun that was watching fun. that come about. And every time we're always like, "Oh, this was e- faster than I thought." And then every episode's yeah. the same thing. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> so it's kind of silly. Um, but yeah. Besides that, went and saw the critically hated movie Dear Evan Hansen, which I talked about on the live show. Yeah. So watch last week's live show for that. Uh, uh tomorrow. Tomorrow well, week's tomorrow. live show. <laughs> <laughs> if you're listening to this on the day it releases, then it, the live show will be up tomorrow. Yeah. And I talk about that at length and how much I disagree with the critics. But that's Yeah, a whole and thing. how much critics are wrong. Yeah, kind <laughs> of in that one, actually, yeah. Uh, I think if there's any growth you've had during this podcast is that you realize you just <laughs> do not agree with critics. I know, that was so, like, that was just a baffling statement when you originally made it to me. <laughs> I just like, podcast. yeah, I think I generally agree with critics, and then, like, we show you some critically acclaimed movie and just like, yeah, I don't like it. <laughs> it wasn't even that. He said that critics are right. <laughs> like, yeah. they're basically always right. <laughs> yeah, I've I've said some dumb things. Yeah. 
<laughs> to be fair, I'm pretty sure all of us have said dumb things on this podcast. I never say anything stupid at all. I never say anything that out of context is silly. Never happened. Never happened once. But that's enough of our lives, I guess. How long has it been since you've seen the original Halloween, Robbie? It's been a while. I think I think it was actually on TV the last time that I watched it. Okay. But like, you know, because AMC had their whole like, you know, uh, Halloween during Halloween, so it'd be like right. twenty four hours of just Halloween movies. It's pretty fucking cool. But yeah, but with all the grody bits removed. Yeah, Basically, pretty yeah. much. Uh, I think that was the last time I saw that. I cannot. I know I've seen the original Friday Thirteenth. I could tell you what the plot was for it. I don't remember all of it though. Good, good. Uh, e, you've not seen either. No, and it's been about a year since I've seen them. <laughs> That's so long ago. <laughs> I watched them for Halloween. So <laughs> surprise if you can surprise, remember. Surprise, surprise. <laughs> e, hello. What do you think happens in Halloween? All right, it's Halloween. Okay, uh, okay. Good guess, good guess. There's yeah. a guy sure. with the mask of a face. You're on fire. Uh-huh, and he has a knife. No, no, e, you're on fire. No. <laughs> <laughs> and he kills people. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking nailed it. Yeah. <laughs> That's, uh, I, Halloween, like, I actually didn't, don't hear as much about <laughs> in comparison. Um, okay, I'll ask Robbie, since I don't think you remember the Friday the 13th plot. What do you think happens in there? I mean, I know, like, I know enough about it to remember that, like, Jason's actually not a huge part of the original Friday the 13th. It actually deals more with his mother. Okay. Yeah. All right. E. Hello. <laughs> Friday the 13th? So there's a summer camp. Uh-huh. And a very disfigured man. Okay. His name is Jason. Okay. And a bunch of camp counselors throw him in a lake. Okay. And then revenge. <laughs> you basically nailed these two. I'm not even going to lie. <laughs> that one I know more because I read this one person's comics about what if Jason survived, basically. Huh. I don't. Right. It, it doesn't make as much sense to me because I don't know what if he died, basically, either. But All right, all right. I'm going to skip part of this description because it's kind of a spoiler. Okay. So let's get part of this description. So here is the internet description for Halloween. Ah. Michael Myers escapes from a mental hospital and returns to the small town of Haddonfield, Illinois to kill again. Had a field. Very simple. I skipped the first sentence in that because I feel like it, it ruins some things in the first it's just the ex- It's just the ending. He burns in a fire on a cross. <laughs> Michael Myers was yeah. <laughs> Uh And here it is for Friday the 13th. A group of camp counselors are stalked and murdered by an unknown assailant while trying to reopen a summer camp, which was the site of a child's drowning in a grisly double murder years before. Double murder? Oh no. So many murder. Yeah, that's that's that. You know what you can watch it on, Jariah? What? Stars! Son of a bitch! <laughs> <laughs> uh, AMC, Stars, HBO Max? I feel like really? that can't be right. That seems weird, but I would believe it. I mean, uh, I'm going on HBO Max now to make sure. It's on TV soon, it says. Ooh. It's going to be on sci-fi. Ooh. <laughs> yeah, just YouTube, Voodoo, Prime, possibly stars. Okay, okay. And Where to Watch Halloween 1978 by John Carpenter, Amazon Prime, Voodoo for three ninety nine, or YouTube TV with premium subscription. Not stars? Not stars <laughs> on that one. So yeah, I guess if you want to watch those, that's where they're at. harder. But... Or you can like, Go to Walmart and go to like the three seventy five DVD bin, and they're all probably in there. Check the dollar store; it's probably yeah, there. the dollar yeah. store. They're probably there too. It's probably a VHS copy. 
I might be able to go down to the gas station that's like a block from here and they may have it in their little weird DVD section. Go look at Goodwill. There's like a dozen VHSs of each one of them probably. Yeah. Find, you can find these movies easily. Find the novelization of the screenplay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I guess we're ready to go do this. Yeah. yeah. All right. Double movie, double the fun. Here we'll, comes the Halloweenies. And the Thirteenies. All right, we'll be back. <laughs> Watching 1978's Halloween and 1980s. Friday the 13th. Yeah. 1980s Friday the 13th. You're right. I do Because there that. was the, I don't know if it was like the remake or the rehashing of it or because it seemed like it was just a continuation of the story, but there is 2009's Friday the 13th. That was a reboot. Yeah. Yeah. It was bad. I mean, was Friday the 13th ever good? That's the question. Yeah. Right? <laughs> That's what I'm here to answer, I guess. <laughs> Um, yeah. You went an inch fuller down. Um, so, yeah, I guess let's jump right into some opinions without spoilers here. Uh, E, Hello. let's do Halloween first. Okay. What were your thoughts? It's, it's good. Okay. Um, <laughs> showing its age a little bit, I'm going to say. Yeah, a little bit. It's a forty-year-old movie. A lot tamer than I was expecting. Mm-hmm. Not even just because it's forty years old, but also the fact that like there wasn't a ton of action actually in no. comparison to a lot of slashers post Halloween. I guess. Mm-hmm. Uh, concept is kind of interesting. I think in the first movie it started jumping the shark already, so that's interesting. Um, yeah, I don't have much to say. It's good. I definitely see why, I definitely see it being super influential to the slasher genre and how it got its start here. Yes. And it was here, I guess, but right. Most people consider this not to be the first slasher. It's a psycho, right? Yeah. Most people consider psycho. In fact, uh, the casting in this, the reason why Jamie Lee Curtis was cast was that was John Carpenter's way of paying homage to Psycho because Jamie Lee Curtis is the daughter of the star of Psycho. Mm. So that's literally why she was cast. And thankfully, <laughs> she ended up being fairly good. So, <laughs> yeah. This was her first role. Uh, she was... I don't know if I'd say she was <laughs> good in the role. I she mean, fits. look at this to Friday I mean, 13th. Like... <laughs> yeah, now but you know like... know caliber you're working with. I don't know, like... It's kind of insane seeing like this after seeing John Carpenter's The Thing. Mm. That is like the glow up of a century, going from a good movie to like one of the cinema's masterpieces. Uh, it shows how much having any money for your movie. <laughs> yeah, can okay, yeah, yeah, that too. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I mean, in some of these early cases too, they're just like, oh, you know, just try to act scared and try to get it on the first try because we only have so much film. <laughs> Quite they, literally, with <laughs> Halloween. Uh, it was a, what a lot of people actually don't realize is Halloween was an indie movie. Mm. He produced it all himself. He he did what he could to get the money. Um, it was made with three hundred thousand ah. dollars. not a lot of money. No, that's almost no money for yeah. a movie. I mean, seventies money. Even like, in seventies money. I mean, even seventy. But I'm trying to like 
That would still be math. less than a million dollars to today's. Because yeah, it's I'll find the conversion. Two point five conversion, I think, is what we're at. Um, which means if you were to take it to today's standards for how much it made in the box office, then it is one of the highest grossing indie films ever. Mm. Which is very funny. <laughs> it really depends how you stretch the word indie, I guess. Well, this wasn't a studio movie at all. No, I'm not so. saying it was. I mean, there's why. Um, this isn't really a spoiler, but there's like a scene wherever like the doctor is uh, parked somewhere and he gets in his car and drives away, and you realize he's parked in front of a handicap spot. That was just a real building. Yeah. <laughs> and so like they just needed him to get to his car quickly, so they just like just park in the handicap really quick. We'll do the scene really quick. We'll pay any fines. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, another thing to just let you know how little money they really had to work with. All of the actors just wore their clothes. They didn't have money for wardrobe. Nice. So Jamie Lee Curtis was like, I, well, I want to look nice. I don't have anything that looks like great. So she went to JCPenney and bought an outfit <laughs> and spent less than $100, and that's what she wore. You went to a local Goodwill. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So, um, yeah. Yeah. I did look it up. Um, yeah. The money that we have today is worth four times as much as it was in, yeah, in 1978. So. I think the funny thing is uh, the conversion counter that I went to. Uh, $1 in 1978 is worth $4.20 today. Blaze it. Yeah. So, like about a million, but still yeah. not yeah. a ton for a... I don't think I could make a movie for a million dollars. If I wanted to make it look nice and make it look like something people would want to watch, I don't think I could do it for a million dollars. Yeah, because right you I have... could. It'd just take me a long-ass time. That's the problem. You have to yeah. rent the equipment, so you yeah. don't have a long ass time. Yeah, uh, <laughs> I mean, I do because I would animate it. <laughs> so well, that's I don't a... have to rent animation stuff. I mean, if I wanted to look better, I would. But right, yeah. I mean, that's actually one of those things that they say now too, is because I found out because of the uh, Kickstarter that they had for the Critical Role cartoon that they're making that like thirty minutes worth of studio quality animation is like seven hundred fifty thousand dollars. And that's just the animation. Yeah. That's not the sound production. That's not the voice actors. That's not the directors or anything else. It's just the animation. Quite frankly, that's probably also lowballing animators, yeah. which is the industry standard. But right. Yeah. I mean, they also did it with the not a huge studio because I don't think before this a lot of people heard of Titmouse before. Titmouse was pretty big. Weren't they mostly like Adult Swim stuff? They did a lot. They did a, a lot of Channel Frederator stuff too, which is Adventure Time, Bravest Warriors, right. yeah. a lot of big cartoons that came out after you stopped watching cartoons right <laughs> yeah but i wouldn't exactly call those like high budget cartoons though i mean i probably would <laughs> and then again i probably need to watch more of those shows to say for sure <laughs> adventure time goes fucking wild that's why i hear about it a yeah. lot of it especially the action but um that's not the here nor there <laughs> yeah yeah but besides that um there's also like a, a short indie film that i wanted to show dry at some point in time that like it was done on the side of a road, basically. Like it was because they wanted to make it seem like it was out in the middle of nowhere. But he still had to get the permit to, you know, film on that road, and then he <laughs> had to rent the equipment, and then he bought a car. Like, I think he bought the car for that role. Then he had to pay the actors and the film directors and everything for like a twenty-minute movie. It was thirty thousand dollars, and the movie just stars two people. Yeah, on the side yeah. of a road, M- making movies is very expensive. Yeah, mm-hmm. uh, they had twenty days to make this movie. Oh, that's insane. Yeah, it's like nothing. A month. It's fucking nothing. Yeah. <laughs> so they made this movie in 20 days. Yeah. Um, you laughed at the soundtrack quite a bit. I did. It's There's iconic, but songs. it really is just that one, like that one song with three other variations. Yeah. Um, he did that in. Let me get the exact number here because I don't want to be wrong on that. Four minutes. 
I mean, that soundtrack is literally John Carpenter uh, messing around on the piano. I'm like, yeah, that sounds like it'd be in a horror movie. I mean, that's that's a lot of great soundtracks, and sometimes, yeah. honestly. But that's the thing is, he couldn't really pay somebody, or he couldn't pay musicians to like make the theme song for anything. Mm-hmm. So John Carpenter himself just wrote the theme song. Yeah, he composed all the music in four days for the entire movie. It was made spring of 1978 and released in fall of 1978. <laughs> really <laughs> like, wanted that how, Halloween demographic. That's how quick of a turnaround it was. It was also supposed to be a movie that took place over multiple days, but because <laughs> of their budget, they're like, we can't afford a ton of wardrobe, we can't afford to like, get these places a bunch, so one night. Happens on one night now. They actually stained that one shirt, and that's why they had to that would be do very, the laundry. That would be very funny, actually. <laughs> but yeah, uh, extremely, extremely indie movie mm-hmm. that really launched his career. But uh, so good at least you would say it's good. Yeah, like the okay. o- like really the biggest issues I have with it are its um age and yeah something I think's dumb that's spoilery. So we'll get into that later. Okay. Okay. Yeah, Robbie. So I s- still find it good. I never really found Halloween to be that scary, even as a kid. Me either. But it I do kind of agree that like you know it is tame, especially considering like what the Halloween series and what slasher series in general were known for, like, whenever we were growing up as kids. Yeah. And it just kind of showed, like, how much it evolved and how much it kind of turned to, like, no, we need to make it gory or bloody or no, make it more brutal, like, kind of thing, and how they just kept on trying to push the bar further in comparison to how it started. Yeah. And, um, yeah, it, it, it is rather tame. I know some of the reasons why it was as tame as it was, too. A lot of it had to do with the budgetary reasons for it. Uh, acting's not exactly top notch, but like I said, they didn't have a whole lot of money and they didn't have a whole lot of time to make this movie, so it makes sense too. But yeah. for what they were able to do with the movie, it's still pretty decent, I would say. Uh, by the way, I told E I was going to tell him what the original title was going to be for this movie yeah, for Halloween: yeah. "The Babysitter Murders." <laughs> that was the code name for this movie. That that was the what they almost went with for the title. It's the worst name. No, no, the name of the of Michael Myers the shape is still a worse name I would say I like the shape cause that's kinda all he was was a shape I, I just <laughs> it's not that good it's not scary it's not like creepy it's not like ooh what is it it's just oh he's a shape I mean I think it kinda <laughs> goes along with like you know those old horror movies wherever they would just have a shadow kinda creeping around and you can't tell exactly what the shadow is and so it's just, it's supposed to like play on the imagination that's the idea of it. it. Yeah. I think I think he's way too humanoid for that to really be the <laughs> to just feel like he's a shape. It's like no, that's a dis- distinctly human shape. Well, yeah, yeah, human shape, but a shape, the shape, <laughs> the shape of a human. <laughs> uh, I don't think it, like it's not the word like, and I think some of it also is just it's clearly John Carpenter's like, oh, I fucking love the thing. He's the shape. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. He loves the thing. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I think I respect Halloween more than I love Halloween, honestly. Yeah. <laughs> because it really did start a huge trend of slashers being the thing. Yeah. And that's probably a better way to put it, too, is like, I don't love it, but I do respect it for what it is. Yeah. And I like Jamie Lee Curtis's performance in this, personally. Like, it's stilted, yeah. But I think she pulls it off well enough. And she develops over the course of the, of the film series and as an actress. I'm yeah. sure. Like, I mean, she's definitely the best actress in the movie, I would say. Yeah, easily. Um, <laughs> Like, I think if you look at her performance in the newest Halloween, which is just called Halloween, 
which is the third Halloween to best be called Halloween, by the way. Um, it's spectacular, honestly. Yeah, she. Um, I guess not the newest one because there is a newer, one, even a newer one coming it's out. About to come out very soon. Mm-hmm. Halloween but kills. Halloweener. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I, the new one that they had that was supposed to be kind of the new series of Halloween movies. Uh, she does way better in that than she did in this one. Yeah. But, so there are technically four versions or four universes of Halloween. Mm-hmm. So Halloween two that was made after this one takes place literally 10 minutes after this one ends. And Jamie Lee Curtis's character is hauled off to the hospital and stuff like that. And then most of it takes place at a hospital and just like takes place directly after that. Um, and then Halloween 3, very famously, had nothing to do with Michael Myers. It's because, the one with the witches, right? Yeah, because the whole idea, if anybody doesn't know, is John Carpenter just wanted to make Halloween an anthology series. And he's like, all right, part two, get rid of Michael Myers, and now we can go make every movie its own thing. People did not like that Michael Myers wasn't in part three, so they eventually had to bring Michael Myers back, and that became the series. Um, very weird. Very weird. Halloween but, 4, Michael Myers gets a degree. <laughs> I think it's uh Michael Myers or Return of Michael Myers or Michael Myers is back or something like that, something like that. But Michael even within the original run, um there are two different continuances of the story. So there's one where uh the main character is dead and then they stop that timeline and they make it to where she's alive again. So they 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 retconned it even in its original run. So we got like a Zelda timeline nonsense going here yeah Yeah. like branches between hero succeeds and hero fails yes actually and then (laughs) there was the third timeline which is witches exist (laughs) yeah uh and then rob zombie got his own run at halloween movies he made halloween and then he ended up making halloween again halloween (laughs) i think it was just halloween 2 or something like that. i think it was just 2 yeah which is supposed to be like a continuation of his storyline even though in his version of the movie he kills michael myers at the end of the first one yeah it well kind of because it plays on the idea of it just being a direct sequel and then it fucking throws it out the window and has nothing to do with the rest (laughs) of the series at all basically and then everyone got mad that it wasn't michael myers yeah um and then we have the newest one which gets rid of all of the continuity except for the very first halloween movie <laughs> and it is a direct sequel to the very first halloween and nothing else ever how do happened. you you can't have a direct sequel to a movie that has a direct sequel they did it yeah they did <laughs> it's stupid. good it might it i think it's the best halloween movie actually Uh oh um and then the sequel to that comes out in october so i'm very excited for that the trequel <laughs> it, they, they it is a planned trilogy actually <laughs> they've already written all of them uh, all right anyway but yeah, that's that's where the series stands as of now. Nonsense. Nonsense. Yes, absolutely. <laughs> yeah. I I like I said I like this. It's fun and it's silly, but it 100% shows its age. Mm-hmm. You like what it did more than what, yeah, it, does. what it does. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, there is very much there is that there's that sense of amateurness in this movie. And yeah. sometimes it's fun in movies, but this one it just kind of eh. It's almost like, you know, going and seeing a high school play. In a weird way. Yeah, almost like that, actually. Yeah. You're like, man, like, they pulled a lot off for what they have here. Still kind of sucks, but, man, am I impressed. Yeah. And then you're like, you know, that one kid, he's going places. That kid, Jamie Lee Curtis. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Kind of, actually. <laughs> <laughs> kind of. Um, yeah, so a quick plot synopsis for Halloween. It is stupidly simple. Read. Yeah. 
it's what we read. It is exactly what we read is what happened in this movie. There is Michael Myers. He escapes from an insane asylum, and he goes and murders a bunch of people. Mm-hmm. I guess the only difference is he's put in the insane asylum for murdering his sister. Yes, that's the part I skipped on the oh. uh, description, because I think that that's actually a pretty fun scene where he... Yeah, it's like an interesting start, like, oh, huh. Yeah. yeah Why did that happen? It was like... I think it was very harrowing for people whenever they first saw it in theaters, because like, you don't know who the killer is at first, and then whenever they take the mask off, you realize, like, oh... It was a child who killed this person. Like, what's going on? Yeah. 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 Which, again, Rob Zombie, his versions rub people the wrong way in a lot of ways. It's like 35 minutes until you get to that scene in his remake. Boo. It yeah. humanizes Michael Myers a lot. Is that defeats the purpose. Yes. Yeah, actually. <laughs> uh, John Carpenter very specifically wanted people to not be able to relate to Michael Myers in any way, shape, or form. But I'm dumb, I guess. Yeah. <laughs> Um, so he tried to make him as unrelatable as possible and as stiff and stilted as possible. Yeah. Because he didn't want anybody to be able to see themselves in him. They just wanted it to be a monster. Mm-hmm. And that was kind of what made him such a monster, too. It's just like, why is like why does he feel the need to kill people? <gasps> why, indeed? Yeah, basically. Yeah, and the doctor's like, I don't fucking know. Oh, he's fucking evil. Kill it. Yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, that's that's honestly the movie. I think, for me, it does mostly build up tension pretty well. Um, I think it does a lot when it's silent. Yeah, is yeah. What I would say. Which I remember seeing a thing because, like I said, the last time I saw this movie before this was a TV version of it, and they're doing like behind the scenes stuff. Um, they're saying that a lot of the music that was added in the movie was added because they felt like it didn't build enough tension to have it silent. Yeah. And I remember like the ending scene of this movie, seeing it without the music and feeling more suspenseful than with the music. I think. Yeah. I mean, I think that's a thing because it's a. Uh... Something I talked about where there's this weird thing where a lot of American audiences are so uncomfortable with silence that they, like, can't do it. Yeah. And I think it's really a shame because I think silence is way more powerful than any song could be in a lot right. of situations. I agree, actually. Yeah. Um, yeah, silence is very unsettling for most people. Cause like, Which I think is why you find a lot of modern movies, actually, end in silence. Yeah. And then you probably notice this a lot. Anytime one of the stings starts playing, I almost laugh every time yes just because it's such a like it's like be scared ha yeah it's like haha indeed it's very funny (laughs) (laughs) which i mean it worked back in the day i mean i'm sure when you had when people had lower standards for movies for sure that's rude but like up to that point the scariest movie was psycho so yeah but no you're actually 100 percent correct people had lower standards for movies like uh as we've grown as a society and as movies have become more ingrained into our culture we've had a higher um, a higher standard for movies. Like, I guess a good example is one of the very first movies, quote unquote, ever made was an eight second film of a guy sneezing, just to prove of like, hey, here's moving images. Yeah. Um, and I, I said maybe the scariest movie that people had seen up to this point was Psycho, but Exorcist, Exorcist had come out before. Yeah. And was horrifying to people. Yeah. Genuinely. Like people to this day still find that movie terrifying. Yeah. Which I watched it last or two years ago, and uh. Not not scared anymore. Yeah, I mean, yeah. Whenever I was a kid, it scared the crap out of me. Yeah, but I as an even adult, it the first time you tried not scared me. like fifteen years probably after the last time you've seen it. Yeah, yeah, actually. I mean, there was that, and I remember, um, which is going to sound really dumb, especially by today's standards. Uh, the first time we ever watched the Blair Witch Project, I watched that. Um, there was a guy that my mom was dating at the time, and he went to his house to watch it, and like my mom couldn't make it to the car because we were too. Because we're too scared after watching that movie. 
I remember being there right before you guys were watching that, and then you guys were like, "You want to watch a movie? You want to watch?" And I left. Yeah, and, and I then... never watched Blair Witch. I didn't watch that until four years ago. Nice. <laughs> I've only seen yeah. the Scooby Doo project. I can almost guarantee it's scarier. Yeah, but the like Scooby Doo project. Yes. Yeah. It's not scary in the slightest. I can almost guarantee <laughs> it's scarier. Maybe I should show that on on my shorts show actually one of these days. It's actually kind of interesting thing. Yeah, I would yeah, be like, all in. Um, in a weird way, it wasn't the first movie to do it, but it did set the our uh, Blair Witch actually set the standard for found uh, footage. Right? Yeah, found footage horror movies, mm-hmm. and like everybody because tr- like that movie made bank when it oh, first yeah. came out. And then everybody tried copying the formula, and then people kept copying the formula because they kept making money off of it. I yep. forget, was it Blair Witch where they had the actors hide for a while, too, to make it seem more realistic, or was that a no, different? No, that was a different movie. They didn't have them hide, but they made them literally go out and camp and run their own cameras and do all that stuff. So they would tell them, like, hey, just go out here and talk in your characters to the camera, act like you're lost and be lost. And uh, supposedly they did get lost. I don't know if I believe that. But every night, someone would have, if yeah. there were lost, someone would have found them. The quickly. directors every night would just purposely fuck with them. So yeah. like the footage you see in the movie of them, like what's that noise? Is the directors purposely fucking with them in the like, middle of the night? Well, almost. <laughs> like it's the directors, like they're running around the camp basically. So I'm like sure. they're breaking sticks and stuff while they're running around and like moving bushes, and then like they like throw something at them or something like that. <laughs> just throw a rock at them and like oh, fuck. Essentially, the narrative was formed around random shit that the actors would say when they were recording yeah and so it it's actually a good i want to say that movie's a good sense of improv because a lot of what the actors did was improvising improv horror movie that's an interesting concept kind of what it is honestly so like the improv of it is honestly really good but the scares of it not really no no uh i guess there was like (laughs) one scene in particular that like at the time was considered to be terrifying because i I guess i assume the one of the actors one of the actors is like legitimately scared at that time and she just like filmed herself crying in front of the camera saying like i want to go home and it was like really her just saying like i'm sick of this i want to go home oh geez yeah it's a whole thing maybe maybe we'll get down on that some point maybe um Um, yeah we're not talking about the blair witch we're talking about halloween which Yeah, I don't feel like I feel like there's like a couple things that I would like to point out, but other than that, it's kind of it's Halloween, right? Yeah. <laughs> like personally, there was a a kill that E was like, "How does that even work?" <laughs> uh, spoilers for anything Halloween. Yeah, we're yeah. super spoilers. We're getting the spoilers. We're gonna for, spoil uh, the four... three kills in this movie. Yes. Yeah. We're gonna on top of that, we're spoiling uh, a now forty-one-year-old movie. We can't yeah. make that argument because the point of our podcast is showing things that people haven't seen. Forty-year-old movies. Yeah. <laughs> but yes, yeah, spoilers from here on. Out. <laughs> um, my favorite kill in the movie, one hundred percent, hands down, is when Michael Myers pushes the guy up against the wall and stabs a knife through him, and he gets stuck Same. in the wall. Same. It's too silly to me. <laughs> I love it because the way that Michael Myers looks at him, yeah. is kind of the frightening part. For me. I mean, yeah, like, because I guess the director, like, legitimately told him, like, kind of look at it like you're staring at art. And so, like, he's mm-hmm. staring at it and, like, he's just kind of observing it and, like, appreciating the kill. Yeah, like, you see his, like, he- head tilt and, like, look at it in different ways. And that's it. Like, you know, yeah. I was probably too busy looking at him just being propped up by a, a <laughs> kitchen knife. Pro- maybe. Unfortunately. And then after that, there's the stupid ghost sheet thing, which is really dumb. Stupid. Yeah. I love it. Um, a story I was reading when we were right before we were doing this, actually, well, mm-hmm. while we were watching the movie, yeah, um, was that 
the actress in that scene who's like, see anything you like? Because she would just like go to screenings and like see how audiences would handle it. Because again, indie movie. Uh, Jamie mm-hmm. Lee Curtis, who was the star, was reportedly only paid eight thousand dollars. Oh, so people weren't paid very much. They had to like mm-hmm. go and buy their own tickets to go and watch the movie that they were in. <laughs> so that actress who was like, like what you see in that ghost scene. Apparently, she would like went to a screening and she was sitting right behind a guy and he yelled at the screen. Yeah, I do. And he didn't know the actress was behind him. She fucking slapped him on the head. No, she thought it was very funny. (laughs) She's like, I'm right. I'm right here. (laughs) I'm a person. Didn't Uh, she? I think I remember hearing that story. Didn't she like straight up like whisper in his ear, like see anything you like after that scene? I don't don't remember reading that part, but maybe. Yeah, it was something like that. Like, because like it was one of those he was embarrassed after you realized like, oh, you're the actress that's on the screen right now. (laughs) Do you forget those are people? Yeah. I mean, if there's you listen to the dialogue in this movie, I wouldn't blame you. No. <laughs> I guess that's one of my... I, I mean, mean, it's the also... The dialogue's not good. <laughs> it's stilted. Yeah. But I think that's one of those things, is it's easy to kind of get, like, um, a sen- or lose a sense of humanity when it comes to actors, too, because it seems like it's so far away, and, like, there are rich yeah. and powerful people out in the middle of Hollywood, and you'll never meet these people in real life, so what does it matter? Kind of, like, people get that idea all the time, and especially back then, before... You know things like social media, yeah, wherever you actually could. Twitter. Yeah, before like people could actually yell at actors on Twitter. Yeah, before actors would be like, "I like hamburgers," and then get seven thousand death threats. Yeah. <laughs> do you have an anecdote for this? I do, but it's about Friday Thirteenth. Okay, we'll get. <laughs> so to we'll it get later. to that. Yeah, we'll get. To I'll that. tell the same joke later. And okay, good, you- good. Yeah, yeah, thank you. <laughs> um, yeah, the dialogue's not great, but <laughs> I mean. <laughs> As I pointed out, in comparison to Friday the Thirteenth, it's motherfucking Tarantino they at least dialogue. Sound human in yeah. this? Yeah. <laughs> like it, also, uh, this is just a thing that happens because of how laws work regarding who you can hire. These these are not teenagers. Close. Yeah, I think they were. They're all early twenties. Yeah, I was gonna say the <laughs> early twenties. I think one was nineteen at the time. Yeah, Jamie Lee Curtis was twenty at the time. So yeah. I they mean, were closish. They were kind of close. I'll I, give them that. Yeah, I think part like part of it is like you can only hire so many like certain people for certain roles and everything. Mm-hmm. Another part of it is I think people just looked older in the seventies. Drugs, man. Yeah, they were all drugs, smoking and doing smoking. weed. They yeah. probably actually were smoking and doing weed for all I know. Well, probably not. They were driving wild, but no, it was an indie movie. There's no laws on an indie movie. Like no, if, that's if, not no, how that works. Literally, if the director wants them to smoke weed and he doesn't report them, like. That he doesn't have anybody to report to. It's him. Yeah. Like, he's the boss. I mean, yeah, he's the boss, and also it's one of those things, like, even if they are smoking weed on their eyes, all he has to say is, like, oh, yeah, it was a rolled cigarette. Yeah. I, I know what I... It's illegal. illegal. <laughs> Not here. Not now. It's illegal to do it while driving still. Is it? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> but, but, what if he used... Uh, what if you use a phone book as a wrapping paper? <laughs> Good luck finding that... a phone book. <laughs> Actually, that might be the harder part. Yeah. You find more weed than you find phone books now. <laughs> God. Um, yeah, and then it's weird how fucking strong Michael Myers is. I know it's so he to dehumanize him even more. Mm-hmm. But it's weird watching him tap glass and it instantly shattering. <laughs> it's a demo effect. Yeah. Oh, yeah, that was things... a bad cut. I'll, yeah. I'll just say. Uh, that is one thing that I noticed about that movie, too, because there's a scene where Jamie Lee Curtis does the same thing. And if you pay attention during that scene, all the glass is very clean, except for that one panel that she breaks. So that's <laughs> obviously candy glass. Yep. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> I just uh, thought that was funny. Yeah. It's almost like a old cartoon where, like, you see the thing they're going to interact with. Clearly. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, 
Uh, yeah, but with age, this movie is really funny, honestly. (laughs) Yeah, which is honestly why I think I ended up liking the newest Halloween the most. Hmm. Not it's it's a sequel, honestly. I can't even call it a reboot. It's a sequel. Um, but it feels like it takes everything that was really, really good and remarkable about that first Halloween, and makes it modern. Which is why I like it so much, actually. Yeah, that's good. I mean, I think one thing that I liked about the new sequel too is like how they did the whole thing of like they're talking about all these rumors that they heard about Michael Myers and like it, they're basically talking about all the sequel movies and like yeah none of those ever happened though yeah like he got caught did you hear he got... when he went to space <laughs> <laughs> no so like as all these slasher series and franchises go into it always becomes supernatural because you have to if you're gonna have this one character come back over and over I mean this one already went supernatural quite frankly they, the reason why they wrote supernatural stuff in was to explain away everything that's happening like why is he so strong why is he like able to survive gunshots and shit because he's a demon sure uh, and they add in like a bunch of storylines about how like Michael Myers is actually the son of C- is actually C- her, C- her brother, and she was just adopted out because like that's why he's after her so much is because he's trying to kill his entire family lineage. It, like becomes a whole dumb that's thing. Stupid. And so one of the best things, like Robbie was saying, is that the newest one is like, do you hear like all those rumors about like how they're like brothers? Like no, that's like stupid dumb internet stuff. It's stop it. Yeah. So it basically, <laughs> yeah, basically turns all the sequels and like, oh yeah, this is just what people said happen but none of it actually happened it's people just making up yeah. stories i do think that's like an interesting thing to do especially if you wrote yourself in a bad hole is to like figure out a way to make it seem more like a legend than yeah and that's yeah. exactly what they did with it and they did it well with the i guess <sighs> it is a sequel but it's like a reboot sequel it's a soft reboot yeah um because it, it's almost the same plot mm. of of the first halloween except for better much better honestly oh uh, I'll be the judge of that. Also, it's one of the few Halloween movies that John Carpenter actually gave his blessing to. Ooh. And he wanted to be involved in the project, but not a lot because he like is old and doesn't really want to work. Yeah. So the most he did was he Showed composed up. some new original music. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Which is fucking dope, actually. Nice. It's really good. Yeah. Got some light motifs in there. He's like, yes. It's honestly great. I mean, I love light motifs. For someone who hates references a lot i actually love light motifs i mean it's one of those things where different types of media i have different opinions about and all that jazz which would take too long yeah all that jazz cigarettes yeah (laughs) um but yeah ultimately i guess let's give halloween a rating uh e sure i guess um six that seems fair okay (laughs) slightly above average okay robbie just for, like I said, the fact that it sent forward the slasher genre, because like I said, there's a lot of movies that like tried to mimic what Halloween did with it. Um, I have a lot of respect for it because of that, like you do, and I want to give it a higher rating because of that, but there is definitely, like I said, that amateurish indie uh, indie writing along with the indie acting and the indie budget with it and everything, and like that's why there's not a lot of blood in this movie is because they literally had no budget for blood. Yeah. And so like they just worked with what they had with a lot of those scenes and you could tell that they did and some of it worked not all of it though and so like you can see the flaws behind it but you can see what it became like i guess hindsight of it you can see what it became later on which is great so i have a lot of respect for it i'll give it a 6.5 i want to give it a 7 just out of respect but i can't get past some of the wow rude of upping me by 0.5 yes Well, I am going to give it a 7 out of respect. <laughs> Ooh. Boom. Up you by point five, Robbie. 
Take that. <laughs> uh, yeah, seven actually though. Yeah. Uh, I I don't hate this movie. Like I think it definitely shows its age. It's yeah. a classic movie at this point. So there's just sort of weird stuff in it. Like if you go back to a movie from the forties, like yeah, it's very forties. This movie is very late seventies. Like you can feel it. You can see it. Mm-hmm. Uh, you can taste it when you look at the disc. <laughs> I don't know Tastes how like they dust. put that on there, but they they did it. It's uh, cocaine. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> that's why your house deal on that Blu-ray set. Then that's why your house is so clean. <laughs> um, yeah, I'll give it a seven. I respect everything that it set up and the million franchises that it inspired. Yeah, actually. Mm-hmm. um, franchises that I enjoy more than the Halloween franchise as a whole. That honestly. happens. Yeah, but um. Uh, Actually, I should say before we move on. Yeah. Um, I did say that I felt it jumped the shark. I should probably expand upon that. Yes. First. Yeah. Um, you could probably guess, but it's how Michael Myers just can live through anything. I guess. Yep. yep. Gets um gets stabbed in the neck with a sewing needle, and then dies, and then gets back up. Yeah. <laughs> and then gets poked in the eye with a hanger. Fine. Stabbed with a knife. Yep. Stabbed with a knife after that. Shot six times and gets back up. Yeah. No, oh, and falls off a balcony. Yeah, shot, gets on the balcony so that he can do a backflip off the balcony <laughs> and then just leaves when no one's looking. Yeah. It's just, it's like, uh, maybe back in 78, it wasn't such a stupid trope to be like, oh, no, the killer was alive the whole time. Ah. Yeah. It was very much the new thing. It was yeah, the new thing, like, but pretty much every slasher movie afterwards turned into the killer never dies. Yeah. Like, so- no matter... You can stab, shoot, burn, or burn alive, explode, whatever. They'll always come back. Yeah, yeah. so maybe back then it probably would have been absolutely terrifying, the fact that he's unkillable, I guess, but... That's the idea. It's so corny, especially the scene where, like, the female lead's, like, slow, like just sitting at the, at the door frame, and then in the background you just see him slowly get up, like he just got up from a nap, and he's like... Rah. It's a cool shot, though. <laughs> it's like, if it wasn't an overdone shot, which, of course, all those movies probably ins- were inspired by or ripping off right. this movie. Yeah. But, yeah, so that's that's kind of, yeah, I think it's kind of lame. And yeah, it started that trope. Yeah. But I, I, I can't, like, give it too much shit again because of its age. Yeah. I just think it's annoying. <laughs> that's fair, honestly. It is. Another trope that John Carpenter accidentally started with this is that the dropping the knife? <laughs> oh, no, no but the... the kids who sin are the oh, ones yeah. who die. And he didn't mean for that to be the thing that people took away from this. He didn't be on to be like people who do drugs and have sex, they die because they sinned. He literally just wanted it to be like, yeah, they're just like preoccupied with getting laid, so they they weren't paying attention, so they died. I feel like it's a weird like thing to pull from this because again, there's three deaths. I don't think that's enough to actually like f- form a coherent. <laughs> Like, the study size isn't from. big enough. Yeah, that's that's a coincidence. <laughs> yeah, but it turned into like that's the thing. Yeah, so that's what every slasher movie went off. Those were the rules. Those terrible teens and their smoking cigarettes, which everyone did at the time. <laughs> which that rule, I think, leads us right into Friday the Thirteenth. Yeah, yeah. Which just followed that to the book, to the letter. Even though John Copper said no, that's not the point. To the letter. Yeah. To where that's literally why everything happens in this. That one person. That one person? There's one person who didn't do anything and still died. But, but 
Wait, wait, which person? The one that died on hitchhiking? Yeah, the cook. Or are you going to tell me that hitchhiking was the sin? No, I think that that's just like a, that was happening a lot. So that's I mean, scary. that's kind of the thing, right? You always do the, you do like the setup kill yeah. before the crazy stuff happens. It's that's like, also if we end up watching at... some more slashers, which we, we will. Um, that's very much a thing is you get the setup kill, then you get the movie. Yeah. I mean, that's, I, that's just the, how you be like, that's how you get like the police involved and yada, yada, yeah. all this stuff. It's just, a, it it's off. just an easy like setup. I don't, yeah. I don't, I don't like doc. I don't like dislike that people do it. I, it's just overused. So it's whatever. Yeah. yeah, it is. Um, but yeah, Kevin Bacon's in this. Yeah. Like I completely forgot that Kevin Bacon was in the first cause yeah, Jamie Lee Curtis made her, uh, made her start with Halloween. I don't think it was a start, but it was very early. Like it was before Footloose. So it was before Kevin Bacon was like a household name yeah. that he was in Friday the 13th. And then you have um, Nightmare on Elm Street with Johnny Depp. Yeah. Yeah. A lot of, a lot of careers started off on these slash mm-hmm. movies. He played the t- titular Elm Street in that movie, <laughs> if I remember correctly. He just plays a fucking lame ass <laughs> dude. It's a boring guy. Yeah. Uh, so Friday the 13th. Plot. They want to open up the camp again, but oh no, murder! There was a horrible tragedy twenty back in nineteen seventy-seven. Yeah, nineteen fifty-eight. Nineteen fifty-eight, and so, yeah. there was a double homicide, and they closed down the camp. Yeah, and then the year before that, there was a terrible drowning. Yes, ah. and then now, uh, the the don't want don't want camp open again, so all murders. No, it's camp blood. Camp blood is what the townspeople call it. Yes, very stupid. Yeah, it's not very <laughs> and then creative. They really should have thought something better. Roger? What was his name? Not Roger. Ralph? Roger, Roger. R- Ralph? It was like Ralph or something. Crazy old man yelling oh, that yeah, the camp is... Oh, yeah, crazy old Ralph. Yeah, yeah Ralph. Yeah, yeah. And Ralph's like, there's murder in them dar hills. <laughs> and then it just... <laughs> Don't go to them dar hills. There's murder there. You'll die. Some of like the weirdest shots in this movie are just like, you're all gonna die. Okay, Ralph, leave. Gonna die though. All right, Ralph. Bye. Okay. And then goes to the people. Goes back to Ralph. He's still leaving. Goes to the people. Goes back to Ralph. He's still yeah, leaving. Yeah, it's like, really uh, weird how they loved holding those shots on Ralph. It's yeah. so uncomfortable and like <laughs> yeah. just an awkward way. It's like awkward. Yeah, it's, it is. It's like it's like if you were like, okay, I'll see you later, man. And then you guys like still go to in the same direction for God, like a two seconds. I and will then literally. Leave. If that happens to me in life, I'll be like, I forgot a thing. And I'll just walk away. <laughs> like, I can't I can't say goodbye and walk in the And same they direction. see you like peeking over the corner every now and then, like is, is he gone? They're like, uh, I you, you can come back. You found it, right? No, no, I I still can't find it. Just keep looking is, around the corner. Is, is he gone? <laughs> yeah. Um but Yeah, very simple plot. Camp counselors. Not paying much attention, being kids and being horny, the worst sin of all. The worst sin, being horny. <laughs> See, I knew you'd get it. Yeah. <laughs> being horny well, and playing Monopoly, the two worst sins. <laughs> yeah, I besides the hitchhiker, pretty much like most of the kills in this is like horny jail is hell, apparently. Yeah, I like it how they set her up too. They're like she was like, Oh, I just love kids and I love working with them and you know, kids are like goats in a way. But you can't say they're like goats because that's weird. I think she says, like, I don't like calling them kids because it sounds like goats. Yeah. I like calling them children. Which is weird. Yeah, it's, yeah. Like, it's not a thing a human says. Th- this this has the worst dialogue. Like, if you ter- took out the murder, this is just porn. 
Yeah, without the sex. Yeah. No, there's sex. Oh, there is sex. There, there is sex. This is just porn. It's very soft core porn. Yeah, soft core <laughs> porn with murder. This is like VHS porn murder. N- now you get the attraction murder. for the teenagers at the time. <laughs> get why it was so huge. I don't like. I don't understand why you would want to watch soft core sex. Well, I, I live in the age of the internet where anyone can look up hardcore sex yeah. whenever they want. Yeah. I guess so. I mean. <sighs> I think I was like 16 at the time or something, and I watched a movie where like a girl exposed her her breasts to the screen, and a guy looked at me, he's like, "Whoa, ch- or take a look at that!" And I was like, "Yeah, I've I've seen that before." And he's like, "Really?" And he's like, "Yeah." He he looked at me, he's like, "I didn't see my first pair of tits until I was 19." You don't say that to people. That's kind of <laughs> he does. Yeah, he's very old. I mean, yeah, an older guy said that to me. I guess. But yeah, I I mean yeah, of course like living in the age in the information age, quote unquote. Yeah. I guess maybe but also being not into sex also. Yeah. So that that would also affect that, yeah. Yeah. But yeah, um, seeing just some tits when you go to see a movie was a big deal. I wouldn't even want to see that in real life, so I don't get it. <laughs> I mean I've really been, not I've that's been why offered they, once. I was gonna say that's why they actually even had it in uh Halloween, because like that just sold movie tickets is to have tits. Yeah, it's like, whoa, sure. look, she has nipples. I'm like, what? What are those? <laughs> <laughs> are those flying saucers on her? <laughs> <That's stupid. laughs> yeah. Um, so, yeah, how, uh, Friday the 13th, there's not much else. It's just, it's really about the kills at that point. That is what Friday the 13th is about, is how so, creative and crazy the kills yeah, are. Yeah, I'll, give, I'll give, definitely give Friday the 13th. I think Halloween, from a movie standpoint, is a lot better, but... Friday the 13th is more of a spectacle to watch. Yeah. And I, I think even as we were kids, I was even kind of a spectacle. Like, we would, like, watch horror movies and, like, compare the kills. Yeah. And them and see, like, which one was more brutal, which one was more bloody, which one was more creative, and so on and so forth. Like, if it shows anything of what this series is about, the collector's edition thing that I have of Friday the 13th has the amount of kills and how people die and what points they die in, like, the bullet points of what's I there. I kind of find that funny, though, because I feel like that's just something they saw online and basically just stole. <laughs> yeah, I mean, there's a whole YouTube channel just based off of that entire theory. Probably. Kill count. Yeah. That's literally what he does. He just recaps movies and says how they got died, how many people died, and at the end he's like, that's our kill count. Yeah. And that's his whole thing. Which there are other ones, like a, a YouTuber <laughs> I've talked about before, Wang. Uh, he's done a, cause like he absolutely loves like those old cheesy seventies and eighties, like Italian horror movies. And he's mm-hmm. done a couple of reviews on them and he just calls them oops, all kills. Cause he just <laughs> reviews the movie through the kills. Wait, I have a question. Have they ever done a movie that has a zero kill count? Like as a joke? I don't know. Maybe. I don't like watch that. Maybe like in April. Yeah, that's fair. So yeah. <laughs> I feel like that would be just hilarious. Just to, like people like watching like, what do you mean? What's the kill count in Bambi three? Two. Probably. <laughs> probably two, I don't think any da- die in Bambi 3. May- I don't know. I th- isn't that like Bambi's thing? People want to like see the parents die? Is that why people <laughs> that like that Bambi? That was Bambi 1. Yeah, that's that's like- not why they watch Bambi. Well, that's all I know about it. And there's like a rabbit who stomps his foot. That's all I know about Bambi. I've never seen it. I think that's basically, you got it. That's really <laughs> sweet. I don't think Bambi's a very movie. It's a very movie. Okay. It, I mean, it, I don't remember There's things I can say about it. that movie. Like, um... In a weird way, Bambi was the first movie to, to like, use the uh, multiple sliding tiles yeah. in the way to, like, make it look like it's more realistic through animation. So, it was, like, the first CGI before there was actually CGI, so it was big for that reason. <laughs> but, from a movie point... Yeah, from it's... from a movie point, it's a movie about a doe 
that is growing up in the wild and, you know, ooh, hunting bad. Oh, no, mom died. Yeah, like, it's kind of like how uh, Snow White is such, like, a interesting piece in context of animation as a whole and, like, movies in general and, like, where things came from and how much work they put in, but Snow White's kind of a boring movie. I think it won Best Picture. It did. Yeah. It's insane. That movie's so boring. Imagine but, but- seeing... Theatrical animation for the first time in your life, though. Yeah, that's true. It looked and it like came nothing out in, that ever came out. The colors it was like late out. 40s, early 50s, whenever Snow White first came out. Maybe yeah. even earlier. I know it was like one of the first. It was one of the first our animated Disney movies. I think it's the first theatrical animated Disney movie. I it might be. That yeah. is the what it has. I, I like to see like a critic at the time, like, although Snow White and the Seven Dwarf amazes you with its visuals, it's no Wizard of Oz. <laughs> I would love to there see There probably review. would be something like that. I like, hope that um, review exists somewhere. I know that um, whenever Tron came out, it uh, lost best pic- or lost uh, best visuals in a movie for the sole factor that it had computer animated or yeah, computer generated animations in it. <laughs> that's funny. I mean, Tron and, originals yeah. also one of those movies. That's yeah, like, uh, cool at the time, but boy, does it not look good. Yeah, yeah. Versus the new, the newer Trons where they look good. And that's it. And that's it. Yeah. And <laughs> they Daft also have Punk. Daft Punk. I'll yeah. give them that. Yeah. <laughs> um. But this isn't Tron, Disney, any of those podcasts. I, I we're think all, we're Friday the Thirteenth. I day. think what we're kind of getting like talking about all these movies though is you know kind of where it started to like where it is now. Yeah, I guess because these movies were trendsetters for how boring they are now. I don't yeah, think Friday the Thirteenth is boring. It's just weird it's and very weird. stupid and way too horny. They don't get less horny. Oh no. <laughs> they they if anything they get more horny. That's sort oh, of a no. staple. Horny kill, horny kill. Give me these slashers. I'll take out all the horny and up all the kills. In fact, there's <laughs> one that was so disappointing because it doesn't even have Jason or any Voorhees in it at all. It's just actually just porn. No, it's just some dude is killing. <laughs> it's so boring. It's really bad. I hate that one so much. Which one is that? I think it's seven, four, or five. Oh. Okay. It's bad. Maybe five, because, you know, fourth one is supposed to be final chapter, so yeah. that, that'd be, like, whenever they kill them. Because isn't that whenever, like, they freeze them in liquid nitrogen or something? No, I think that's later. Okay. <laughs> At one point, Jason f- fights somebody with telekinetic powers, so, like... What the fuck is Friday the 13th? <laughs> Good question. <laughs> like, I'm here... I still haven't actually seen Jason, no, basically. you don't see him until the second movie, and he doesn't even get his mask until the third. Yeah, that's... Re- that was the... Like, the really interesting... Because, like, I heard that he didn't get his mask and stuff. Also, spoilers. Uh, yeah, but... <laughs> yeah, a bit of it, but... Like, I, I did hear, like, he didn't get his mask and stuff yeah. for a while, but, like, I didn't expect that this movie was basically half a percent Jason. Yeah. yeah. Uh, a lot of people who grew up watching the Friday the 13th movies are really surprised to learn that Jason is barely in the first movie. That yeah. it's... I guess we're in spoiler sections for the first movie, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah I was going to say, like, it's not Jason that's doing the killing. It's actually his mother. Yeah, which, which they... I think is actually a really cool concept. Yeah. yeah. Which I do like the concept of it. It is done kind of poorly, but so is everything else in this movie. Uh, with uh, how it's not so much that, you know, Jason's the killer, but, like, she went crazy after her son died. And so, like, she start, she's thinking that her son is talking to her and telling her to kill these people at this camp so mm-hmm. that way no one comes back to this camp and gets hurt so it's just kind of she has almost this sense of um like kill a few to save many kind of ideal yeah. to her yeah which is a really cool idea it's implemented poorly in this movie though 
<laughs> Most with just like with like, her staring right. off into the screen, going, "Kill her, buddy!" Oh, that part, yeah. Kill that's her. Silly. Yes, Jason, I will kill her. It, it really feels like the uh, '80s idea of like bipolar disorder. Yeah, and all those. It was their idea of schizophrenia. Yeah. yeah. Which honestly, like, I feel like there might be some kind of parallel universe to where like the Friday the Thirteenth movies was actually. Like, Jason was just a ghost the entire time, and he's possessing people to kill them at Camp Crystal Lake instead of that. It gets there. Oh, it does. Okay. Yeah. That's, I haven't seen that's all the one of in them. space. He <laughs> becomes a demon slug, actually, and he possesses people. Okay. Uh, I was going to say, because I haven't seen all of them, but I know, like, the general premise of most of them is, like, teens get horny, teens die from Jason who kills him. Yeah, the one where he becomes a demon slug and goes into people and possesses them is also the one where he fights a telekinetic girl. Okay. Jason goes to Manhattan? <laughs> I don't believe that's the one. I forget which one it is, but it's dumb. Uh, it's probably, it sounds yeah. dumb. Also, uh, the one Jason goes to Manhattan, like 15 minutes is in Manhattan. It's mostly on a boat. <laughs> Sucks. And it's just Jason kind of humming old shanty tunes like... No, he's just killing people on a boat like Jason does, and then he gets to Manhattan and wreaks havoc for 15 minutes, and then he's killed. <laughs> nice. It's lame as hell. Well, Jason, the Friday the Thirteenth one. Uh, <laughs> I don't know what, what can you really say. Like, there's not much to say. That's no. kind of why you have to do a double feature of these because there's not a lot to talk about that really happens. Murders happen. I like yeah. the arrow kill with Kevin Bacon a lot. Oh, the one where it stabs underneath the bed, and like you can tell it's a oh, fake neck yeah. with his real head going uh, 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 and like looking around, but it's very clearly a, a neck made out of latex. Yeah, yeah but 100%. like, yeah, it's a neat idea. Like. It kind of does the fake out where the blood drops from the top. So yeah, you're like, yeah. oh, what's going on up there? <laughs> Arrow right through the neck. Also how Kevin Bacon dies and easily the best actor in the movie. And he's killed off very soon. Very, <laughs> very early in the movie. Yeah. Um, yeah, I like that kill a lot. And that's sort of it. Uh, they, the axe like, one was kind they, of creative. I mean, it's and, like, Well, I guess makeup wise, it was Makeup wise, it was good. Yeah. Yeah. yeah I mean, age... I guess you were saying they do try to make it a little more fake back then yeah. to not traumatize people for all eternity. So this one actually was considered that it went too far. Really? Uh, so they toned down the gore heavily for the second movie. Interesting. Because it was just considered too much, and the MPAA was like, how did we ever let that pass? So they were very harsh <laughs> I got a ton movie. of Christian mothers yelling at them. More actually, or less. Actually, yeah. Uh, Ebert, very famous critic. Uh, had uh-huh. his own thing. It was a whole thing. Uh, it's extremely influential. Kind of got me into film criticism as well. Um, he hated it. He nice. thinks that this is that Friday Thirteenth Part One is one of the worst movies ever made. That it's tasteless and disgusting and hellish, and it doesn't deserve any love from anybody. Uh, <laughs> which think- ultimately ended up driving sales more because everyone's like, "Wow, it's that. We better go watch it then." I feel like. I mean, I guess because he's. Looking at it from a critical perspective, I kind of feel like he's missing the point. <laughs> yes. Uh, he also thought it was very sexist because of all of the nudity and stuff like that. But he kind of missed the point that like the female wins in the end. So. I mean, there were only females left in the end. A female would have had to win. Yeah. They let yeah. the bad people win in the end, though. I think that was a real crazy concept. They- <laughs> what? <laughs> <laughs> I'm joking because the teen. I just don't like the teenagers. Oh, he oh. <laughs> let the sinful six or sexy teenagers win. That's yeah. what he's saying. Um, <laughs> here, here's a funny thing. Actually, there are a lot more parallels between this and Halloween than I originally imagined. Mm-hmm. Whenever I first picked this lineup, 
Uh, this was meant to be the new Halloween, essentially. Interesting. Um, even though Halloween was very much still its thing. Uh, it, was it was supposed to be the girl who survived this was going to be like the new Lori, new Lori Strode. So she was going to be like in all the movies, like how Lori is. Mm-hmm. Um, but going back to something you mentioned earlier with the uh, threats and stuff like that, during the theatrical run of the first Friday the 13th movie, the main actress was getting threats and getting followed and stuff. She's like, hey, it's too much attention. I want out. And so they kill her character off in the beginning of the next movie. For what? Just existing. People liked her, so they wanted to follow her. Uh. Yeah. So she did, she didn't want that attention. Uh, what's the word? Understandably so. So she's like, yeah, I want out. This is not the career for me, actually. Yeah, and she did. Fucking sucks. Yeah. yeah. She was set to be like the next big thing. And she just realized that it's just not for her. Yeah. Not, not her thing. Which. It is understandable to have that though, because it's you know that lifestyle is not for everybody. No, it's as much as it like it's nice to be super rich and famous and whatnot. You also don't have privacy, right? Like mm-hmm. you just don't get that anymore you... at a certain level. So that sucks. Yeah, because you have to deal with fans, people recognizing you on the streets, uh, paparazzi taking pictures at you, kind of or wherever you go, basically. Yeah, you know. if you're in a new relationship, then just get ready to always have your blinds closed, or else you're gonna have pictures of inside your house. Mm-hmm. It's kind of how it goes. Real shitty. Yeah. Paparazzi sucks. Yeah. <laughs> Definitely. It's one of those, like, and people do, like, oh, well, it comes to the territory, but it doesn't make it okay either. Right. Uh, another thing is this movie was also extremely low budget, half a million dollars, and it made almost $40 million. So Neat. Uh, a lot of money was made. Right. Fancy. And people were like, whoa, blood. Yeah. <laughs> oh, whoa, blood, tits. <laughs> Insane. And then the second part was way tamer, and the third part was not as tame. Interesting. Uh, they go back and forth between how intense they are i think the last three movies they realized that's what people really want and like the ratings were going down and sales were going down of course because that's just how those go yeah and then they as like they're trying to like up themselves over and over again their budget keeps increasing but then sales are going down so they eventually hit a middle point and that's Uh when every one of those slasher series end up getting canceled every one of them went through it uh happened to this i think the last movie cost almost like $20 million or something like that, and it made like 30 And at that point, they're like, yeah, the margin is too low. We're not making enough. So we're done. It should have just been like, you get your first budget back. You get $500,000. <laughs> it's just kind of insane, like, seeing how these franchises start and seeing what they get to. I mean, it's one of the things, like, it's, I mean, the fir- okay, Halloween kind of sets itself up to have more, like you're saying, they, he was trying to do an anthology. Yeah. But, like, this is a movie. It's complete. I don't like. I couldn't tell you what to do for a sequel. Quite frankly, I think the writers they figured agree. it out. Because <laughs> <laughs> like, there's a really interesting story about like a mother losing her only son and kind of going crazy as a result of that, and like the kind of idea of she is being God's messenger in a sense, being like you, no one can be here, no one can be horny, all all that. I think the ending yeah. of this, similar to the ending of Halloween, is stupid mm-hmm. um, for multiple reasons, actually, in this one. <laughs> yeah, it's a really dumb ending, which let's talk about that. All right. Um, she get After killing Mama Voorhees. Beheads her. Yeah. Yep. She decides she wants to go s- sleep in a boat in the middle of the lake with no paddles. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So she does. Yeah. Wakes the, up in the middle of the lake in the morning. Yeah, and the police are like, hey, are you okay? <laughs> There's like dead people. <laughs> <laughs> Are you dead? 
Wave your hand if you're not dead. <laughs> uh, and then you get a oh, jump scare. Oh, no. Kid Jason ah. jumps up on the boat and drags her into the water. But then it Mario 2's you. <laughs> and you, she wakes up from a dream in a hospital. It was a coma. Ah. And she's like, uh, how uh, everybody's dead? Like, what about the kid? We didn't find a kid. You were the only person there. Are dun, you dun. okay? And then it's like, da, da, da. I know. So oh. it hits two stupid things I hate. Yep. The ending jump scare with the creature that wasn't in the entire movie. Yep. And it was all a dream. Yep. Not all of it. Yeah, like, but people did die. But yeah. but the end was a dream. Yeah. yeah. Um, it was very dumb. It's a dumb ending. Really dumb ending. I hate it, actually. Mm-hmm. Um. But I think they, I think in a weird way, what like that was their idea of sequel bait was yeah. to do like the that means <gasps> Jason is still there. Roll credits. I think it's stupid that they decided to like be like, oh look, it's Jason. Just kidding. Or uh, am I? Or am I? <laughs> <laughs> like you can't do the bait, bait, bait. That's yeah. not how it works. <laughs> I mean, I, you can, but it's stupid. I think that that's the place where Halloween works better, even though it's basically the same trope. Was like. He's not there, which means he's still around. And, like, the breathing gets heavier, and it goes to, like, just places where he could be hiding. I think that works way better than, like, Jason's here! Dun-dun-dun. Um, which, to go to your point, because I don't imagine we're going to be watching the rest of the Friday 13th series anytime like soon. at most we might watch two. I feel like if we were to watch them, we'd have to do part two and part three, because that's kind of the, the series at that Jason. point. Yeah. Um. Part two is just like, hey, what if Jason's a zombie? Oh, no. And then it's all a dream. (laughs) Nope. He's just here now. Now it's just a zombie guy killing people. Mm -hmm, Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That's it. It's the same. This movie? Remember this one? But what (laughs) if a big guy in a brown bag? And then number three is Jason actually really likes hockey. Did you know that? (laughs) (laughs) The, it's so, just it's uh it's it's super ducks but, <laughs> or sorry mighty ducks the most memorable <laughs> thing about friday the 13th part three to me is there is just this one-off character you see him like twice in the movie and then he gets killed off he's just like he works at like a convenience store and he's just like going and like taking a bite out of every food <laughs> and like putting it back on the shelf and like taking bites out of things like taking cookies out of their wrappers and then he like grabs a broom and it's in 3D and he like goes to like hit something like a spider I think it is and like he's just pointing the broom at the screen because it's 3D and so there's just a broom pointing out at you for like 30 seconds and then he's killed. Nice. But I I don't know why but I just remember him eating everything in that scene. Because so it's vividly. stupid. Why why is he so dumb? It's really dumb. I like that's the most thing that stuck out to you. Not Jason getting his mask. Yep, you heard, you heard. That is, uh, that's so weird though, because Jason's such a, like an iconic design. He is. He really yeah, is. Like, actually, it's so weird that he doesn't have good movies with his iconic design. Yeah, and that's the thing about these movies is like they didn't put their budget towards like getting good writing. They got their they put their budget towards you know having creative kills. Yeah, it's like Saw towards the end. <laughs> Saw is the equivalent to that slasher genre, honestly. Um, they were made very cheaply, very quickly, so because they wanted it to be a Halloween series. So, like, mm-hmm. Saw was that for the last generation. I'm not sure what is for this generation, honestly. Um, it's, I don't know if this generation has one what's yet. What's the? It does. Well, I guess it's over already. The um camera movies, Paranormal Activity. Yeah, that was very much that as well because those were very cheap uh, to make too. 
They're trying the, now. Uh, I don't know. What. I, I got an advertisement on YouTube not too long ago for the new one coming out for Paramount Plus. There's well, a there new you go. one? It's still, yep, they're making one go. for it's, Paramount it, Plus. It's still Paranormal Activity then. Okay, yeah. yeah. Um, but yeah, so like, there was a new Friday the 13th every year. There was a new um, Nightmare, on, uh, Elm Nightmare on Elm Street every single year. And like that was just how they did it. Halloween actually was very, uh, like every paced three or out. four. It was paced out a lot better. Oh, that was really hype when you got the year with all three of them. Halloween went into the 90s with its series. Interesting. And technically so did um, Nightmare on Elm Street. Yeah, I was going to say Nightmare on Elm Street. The last, I think the final Nightmare was made like 1997 or something, wasn't it? Something like that, yeah. Um, That crossed over with Jason too, didn't it? mm -hmm. Eventually. That's when he goes to hell or whatever, I guess. No, like they literally just made a Freddy versus Jason movie. Interesting. So yeah, the... How the last movie ends for Friday the 13th is there's an end credit sequence, a post credit sequence, mm-hmm. and you see his mask laying there, and Freddy's claw comes up and grabs it and pulls it down. <laughs> and it took them like 20 years to make that movie. Nice. So. And it wasn't good. It's fine. Okay. Yeah. It's, I mean, it has a cool premise behind it, but. It's actually super fucking cool premise. Yeah, but it. like, once again, not the best acting. Uh, mostly just creative kills. Yeah. Do, do any of these movies? I I haven't like, seen Nightmare. Maybe that has. I mean, that acting. is kind of the know. thing about these movies is like a lot of them have a cool premise, but like the writing isn't really there. It was like, it was eighties. Yeah, I don't blame them. So I'm gonna be straight with you. My favorite of all of these slasher series is Nightmare on Elm Street. Same. Okay. I think those first three movies. Well, I think one, three, and four are awesome. <laughs> and. That's kind of more than I can say for the other series. Nice. <laughs> I think part of what it was, though, too, is, like, like the writing wasn't really there, but, like, Freddy had way more charisma yeah. than any other slasher. Yeah. And also, like, the kind of the idea of a man who is wronged in life and then is killing people in their dreams to get revenge is also kind of a cool premise. Yeah. And just the idea of somebody haunting you in your dreams just immediately makes for more creativity and kills because they can literally do whatever they want. Yeah. There doesn't even have and to be like, sense behind it. Yeah. Look and out. Even the very... It's the inner machinations of your mind and yeah. just yeah, like a giant much. toaster falls on top of you. They uh, get way much sillier than that. Yeah. <laughs> much, <laughs> much A giant sillier. toaster? Like, that's the thing is like, because they're able to like use dream logic to kill people with this, it they turn it up to eleven. Yep, they're like, "Hey, look at that clock!" And it's like, "Hey, that clock isn't standing still." That's kind of, and then he just stabs you. I think it's either in four or five where somebody gets killed because in their dream, Freddy puts them into a Nintendo game, and then he plays the Nintendo game and kills them in the Nintendo game, and that's how he kills them. <laughs> that's stupid. Very like stupid. There's that, uh, I know there's another one where like, there's a girl who uh, she choked to death in her uh, sleep because like he was he just kept on feeding her in her dream, and like it made it to where like, her face and her stomach got like super bloated like in real life from it. Oh no, fetishes. <laughs> I remember that one being creative because, like, I can see that being like an actual way that like somebody is dreaming that they're choking to death and they choke to death in real life. Like that if, makes sense. If anybody on this show were to have a catchphrase, I would want that to be ease. Oh, oh no, no, fetishes! fetishes. <laughs> <laughs> that would be pretty good. You know, when we just get that shirt of all of the stupid things I've said, yeah, you can yeah. have that one in there. <laughs> um, but I think it's probably pretty telling that. We've barely talked about Friday the 13th. There's not much yeah. to, like, it's, I mean, like I said, it, it's creative kills. Like, the most yeah. creative thing about it was, like, a schizophrenic mother that was trying to defend her child beyond the grave. And then even that's kind of dumb in this movie. Like, I feel thin. like I feel like I upsold the movie by saying it the way that I did. It's, it's a thin, 
thin movie, honestly. There's no way to get about that. But. It's a little more interesting than there's just a big buff guy killing everyone, at least. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> yeah it is. <laughs> um, but I say let's get into final thoughts and get out of here. E, let's start with you. I'll give this one a seven, because I definitely think it's more entertaining than Halloween. But I okay. don't. But it's still not an amazing movie. <laughs> slightly above, slightly above average. <laughs> okay. Robbie? For me, it's... The movie's weird. Almost too erotic, but that's Friday the Thirteenth for you. the The premise, like even though it's interesting, the way that the acting is done is razor thin. Yeah, much like the axe that goes in that girl's face. But the kills are very creative in it. Um, I can see like kind of how it from Friday the Thirteenth, it kind of went to like, oh, like we're gonna keep upping it and like making it crazier and crazier with the kills eventually, because that's what people are seeing these movies for. That's what they're there for. Yeah, yeah. and they're like but, Saturday the 14th, Sunday the 15th, Monday the 16th. They always came out on Friday the 13th. I'm, I know. I just think it was really funny. Whatever Friday the 13th was that year, that's when they came out. So I think one of them had like a seven-month turnover. Nice. Which is fucking insane. And yeah. they're like, you guys ready for December? <laughs> kind of, I think, actually. <laughs> I mean, there's probably a Friday the 13th sometime in December. Yeah. But yeah, like, Oh, like I said, this movie is more silly than it is, you know, scary. Yeah. And for a movie that's meant to be scary. And a lot of people actually look at this one and say it's probably one of the scariest Friday the 13th movies that's ever sad. made. Yeah, it <laughs> yeah. is. And that's why I kind of made that that line of like, was Friday the 13th ever good kind of thing? So like, it has creative kills and that's pretty much what's going for it. And so I, I'll give it a five out of 10. Oh, wow. it, it's right down the middle when it comes to <laughs> horror movies. It's just like what you would expect. Yeah. Um. It's insanely silly, to a, a fault. Yeah. It's six. Like, it's not... I don't like it. <laughs> yeah. It's the thing. Like, and I don't like them as, like, just movies. It's a thing you, like, put on near Halloween and joke around and, like, just have fun. Yeah. It's fun, but it's not good. <laughs> <laughs> so I would give it a six. Okay. Yeah. Interesting. I gave it a higher rate. I guess you gave it the highest rating. Like, I I'm mean, the one who hated it the most. I think in some sense it really goes to show. Sometimes I just really like to have fun with movies. Yeah, yeah. and fun. don't get me wrong. Yeah. Like it is fun with like the kills and what they do with some of the things on it. But it just it's uh, yeah. I, I it's one of these like in my head. Like I would watch this before watching Halloween again <laughs> wow. for sure. Wow, Halloween's just really dry. It's slow. I don't think I'd watch either. Again? <laughs> like, if I we're being honest, I'm never going to watch either of them. I don't think I, I would like to. I mean, like, if you're like, K.E., hey, it's Halloween, you want to get drunk and watch Halloween the 13th, Friday the 13th? <laughs> There's no Halloween the 13th. But <laughs> <laughs> and I'd be like, I want to get drunk or watch that, but I like spending time with you, you know? So I'll go. <laughs> I mean, like, watching both, like, mostly watching Friday the 13th, like, I kind of started getting flashbacks on a lot of spoofs and parodies that I saw growing yeah, up. Yeah, I think that's a lot of it, too, is like... Because, like, it's, it, it's the easiest to parody. Yeah. Super easy. Yeah. You yeah. just put a hockey mask on a character and bam. Friday 13th parody. It. Easy. <laughs> Mighty Ducks is a really good Friday 13th parody. <laughs> <laughs> I don't even know if they wear hockey masks. It's really, really heartwarming, though. <laughs> yeah. Jason really gets one up on everyone on that one. <laughs> Can um, you imagine... A, like hockey movie and then Jason just shows up at the as like the the <laughs> tag in at the end. I I don't remember, but I feel like there has to be that dumb joke in one of these movies uh, where he kills somebody at a hockey rink or something. Probably, there has to be there, right? I don't know, in this or in one of the bajillion parodies. Yeah, I was going to say movie. I think there's like 13 other movies that you can check to see if that happens. Yeah. If you know the answer, please email us at the last ones in podcast at gmail.com. Yeah, hey, there you go. Uh 
But yeah, we're winding down here. Both movies, they're good, but they're definitely aged. <laughs> yes. yes. <laughs> but is... if you're going to watch either of them, you watch Halloween for having a better plot, and you watch Friday the 13th for having better kills. Yeah. Yeah. That's pretty much what these mo- movies boil down to. Or Different mood pieces. You yeah. go with my secret third choice you guys haven't seen. We're watch- You watch The Scary Godmother on Cartoon Network. <laughs> it's probably airing today. <laughs> Man. Yeah, we got a. How short is that? Is I it a think movie? It is. It is. Is it? A, is this a is movie? Is it a movie? It w- it is fodder for. Uh, is this a movie? I think if right. I can figure out a way to, I think if I sort out a Halloween, is this a movie? I try to get that in. It's kind of hard to find. Okay, okay. Not in that I can't just find it on the internet, but in I don't have a legal way of finding it. Yeah. <laughs> We've dealt with that before. It's fine. Yeah. I mean, NNA's Big Picture Show still, I think, stands as the most annoying one we've watched. That was a pain in the ass. Yeah. Yeah, it was. <laughs> still my favorite movie. Is there not, like, an Ed and Eddie's Scary Spooktacular? They have a Halloween episode, but I'm going to be frank. I think that's one of their weaker episodes, honestly. Oh, okay. It's not bad, but, like, it just, it's there. Like, it's a Halloween, <laughs> it's a Halloween special. Oh. They do creative stuff with it. I think you might, if anything, you would be interested in it just because of the cool visuals it does. But, like, in comparison to, like, their Christmas special, which I think is, like, a genuinely pretty good Christmas specials and, like, other specials they've done, I think it's, like, it just feels more standard of a Halloween episode rather than, like, it's an Ed and an Eddie Halloween episode. Gotcha. Okay. Okay. Well, E. Hello. Since we've wound down here, uh, where can people get a hold of us? We have a link tree, L-I-N-K-T-R dot E-E slash L-O-I-P, which gives you the links to all our social medias and listen medias, so you can figure out where to follow and or watch us, and or listen, I mean. <laughs> you might be able to watch us on our social medias, but it's not going to be very interesting. Just a white page. Just a, yeah. It's a little picture. <laughs> and as I mentioned, we have an email. The last ones in podcast at gmail.com. Once again, that is the last ones in podcast at gmail.com. Send us your jack o' lanterns. Ooh. They had a really hard time finding jack o' lanterns for Halloween. Did they? They were doing it in spring <laughs> and not in Illinois. Yeah. Um, it was in Florida or something, I think. Interesting choice. Well, I mean, because they had a release in time, but uh, not yeah. many pumpkins are yeah. grown in out of season. Yeah, hard to find those pumpkins. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, they imported them <laughs> from another country. <laughs> uh, Robbie, yes, get us out of here. So, if you're out and about, make sure to be kind to one another. Make sure to be safe. Wear a mask. Wash your hands for at least 20 seconds. Stay six feet apart from one another. Get vaccinated if you can. But if not, make sure to stay home, stay alone, stay alive. And whether you're with us for... Sorry. Whether this is the very first time you've listened to us or you've been with us since the very beginning... Thank you for listening. Thanks for listening. Thank you so much. Hopefully you have a great week next week. We'll be back with more spooky things. Ooh. And, um, yeah, have a great one. We'll talk to you guys later. Yeehaw. Bye. We're the Halloweenest of them all. I don't know if the sun makes it's much fire. noise, actually. Make noise. No, it's his face. <laughs> Well, when you're in the fire, though. <laughs> well, that's just screaming. Do suns have atmosphere? Do stars? Have I don't atmospheres? think star. I don't think they have atmospheres. Huh.
<laughs> Help me Google one, Kenobi. Oh, You're my me. only hope. Technically, it does, apparently. Okay. So there's probably a sound. Yeah, before you get to the sun, you could hear it. Well, yeah. not before. No, you If you burn. somehow didn't melt. <laughs> if you invented ice, like, quantum ice jacket. Yeah. Maybe that's apparently, what we need to start doing. Go <laughs> to the sun? <laughs> Shooting ice at the sun. No, we no. <laughs> we don't need that. I, that yeah. that kind of goes along with like uh, how do we take care of our trash? And somebody uh, somebody seriously proposed throwing it all into a volcano. And there's actually a video of a guy throwing just like just a single trash bag worth of trash into a volcano and seeing how violently he reacted to it and saying like, yeah, this is why it's a bad idea. <laughs> <laughs>